Welcome to the More Than a Physique podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, online fitness coach, content creator, and competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. In this podcast, we help you discover your inner athlete. Each episode will enhance your life as we provide you insights on all things health, fitness, and personal development. Now let's bring out your inner athlete. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the More Than a Physique podcast, where we discuss ways to ignite all areas of your life surrounding health, fitness, and becoming mentally elite. I'm your host, Kristen Jansen, certified strength and conditioning specialist, sports nutritionist, and a certified pre- and postnatal coach with the Natty Hour. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Legion and the Natty Hour. Legion is an evidence-based supplement company that takes pride in ensuring that all products are backed by peer-reviewed scientific literature and are dosed at clinically effective levels. If you've been following me long enough, you know that I'm not one to push something that I don't believe in, especially supplements. But the fact that Legion has gone to great lengths to ensure such quality products is the reason why I have partnered up with them. If you are interested in learning more, be sure to visit legionathletics.com. You will also receive 20% off your first order if you use my code Jansen, J-A-N-Z-E-N, at checkout. Further information and links are in the show notes. Also, a huge shout out to The Natty Hour, which is my online coaching business that I run with my husband, Kyle Jansen. We exist to serve the drug-free strength and fitness community, from those who embody the discipline and determination to pursue the highest level of competition naturally, to those looking to improve their overall health and lifestyle. Our athletes range from being elite bodybuilders to the new mom looking to prioritize her health amongst a hectic schedule. Be sure to visit thenattyhour.com to learn more. Thank you so much for supporting the More Than a Physique podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode on your social media. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 85. This is going to be our last episode for 2022. And of course, that's going to be the last episode for this season. So before we get into the topic that I wanted to discuss today, I just wanted to take some time to thank all of you for supporting the podcast. And I just really appreciate those who take the time to tune back in when I have a new episode and as well too, for those who actually share the episodes that you're listening to. You know, this is a very small podcast. I don't do any advertisements or anything like that and there's a lot of time and effort that goes into creating you know quality content to ensure that I'm actually providing value and helping you all so when you take the time to show your appreciation by sharing the podcast either on your social media sharing it with a friend or family who you know will find the episode helpful as well it not only helps the podcast grow but it just shows me that you appreciate the time and effort that I put into providing these episodes 
episodes for you all. So thank you all so much. I know it might not seem like a lot when you share the episodes to your social media, but it helps me out more than you know. So thank you all again for taking the time to just be super supportive. So the holiday season is basically here. It is right around the corner. So for the final episode of our 2022 year, I actually wanted to take some time to talk about a concept that I have been sharing a lot lately. I've been sharing it on my social media. A lot of you who follow me on Instagram, uh, my Instagram handle, if you aren't following me already, is at kristen.jansen. But for those who do follow me there, you probably have been seeing short little videos of me just talking about the seasons of health. And this is something that I have really been talking a lot about lately with my athletes at the Natty Hour. And the reason for this is because I think a lot of people do a really good job of prioritizing being in a calorie deficit, being in a fat loss phase. But what often is happening is people aren't taking the time to plan out the remainder of their seasons, as I like to call them, for their health. And it is actually crippling a lot of people's results when they're trying to accomplish fat loss. So That's what I want to take some time to talk about today here. And I think that the fact that it's the holiday season, it's the perfect time to consider these different seasons of your health. So that way you can maybe for yourself, ask yourself like, hey, am I in the right season right now? And if not, how can I incorporate some of these other seasons? Because who knows? I I don't even know what other seasons may look like or how to implement them or how long I should be implementing them for. So what the heck should I do? So that way I can make sure that maybe heading into 2023, I'm not spinning my wheels when it comes to trying to accomplish my overall goal, which is, you know, maybe fat loss, muscle building, performance, whatever the goal may be from an aesthetic standpoint, how can you make sure that you're actually sustaining that overall goal? So that way you are not doing what most people do. And that's revert to the infamous yo-yo dieting conundrum that a lot of people face when it comes to dieting. So the seasons of health, what do I mean by that? Well, let's talk about the three seasons that I think need to be prioritized. And I think the best way to look at these different seasons is to kind of consider sports. For example, sports are a really great analogy because they're very similar of how to set up these different seasons and how we can do so efficiently. So if we think about basketball, for example, right before we head into the playoffs, we have a preseason. So with a preseason, this is where the athlete, the basketball player is trying to focus on just physically and mentally preparing their bodies for what is about to come because when an athlete heads into the playoffs you know for those who do follow sports you understand that when we head into the playoffs our bodies go through quite a lot, right? There's nothing more that the athlete is really doing with their free time. Everything is just tunnel vision to make sure that they can win the big game. So they can't just jump into the playoffs and hope that they're gonna win the big game unless they take the time to prepare their bodies. And that's what a lot of athletes will do in the preseason. So it's basically them just taking you know, a few weeks, a few months to warm their 
their bodies up to actually physically and mentally prepare it for what is yet to come. So a preseason is super important. So once the athlete has completed their preseason, they of course head into the playoffs. So that's their in-season, right? So with the in-season, that's where they are fully focused on just their overall goal, which is of course winning the playoffs. So they are, you know, doing nothing else but trying to focus on actually accomplishing that main goal for themselves. So we all kind of know that season, right? We all see that when we're watching TV, when we're, you know, hanging out with friends and family, watching the Super Bowl, whatever the case may be, we always see the athlete when they are in season, when they are at their prime and they are 110% focused on winning the big game. Well, what happens afterwards? So the playoffs are done, they won the big game, and now what? Do they continue just going balls to the wall with their training, with their nutrition, and with their mentality? Most athletes, probably not. They enter into their off-season. And with an off-season, that's where they need to focus on giving their body the recovery after everything that they just put it through during the playoffs because your body needs time to recover after all of the stress that you just put on it from you know just endlessly focusing on trying to win the big game your body is not meant to go balls to the wall 52 weeks out of the year it needs time to recover so that way the athlete can focus on having an even better in season or playoff season the next year around but if the athlete just kept going balls to the wall while they're in their playoff season and uh, you know just think like hey I just need to kind of keep up with my conditioning and then that way this time next year I'll be even better that's the wrong thing to do here just because when we focus on going balls to the wall without giving our body the much needed breaks that it needs to recover it is going to have a lot of diminishing returns there's going to be a point of no return because your body can only take so much stress and stimulus where it does need to have that time to recuperate to recover so that way it can experience positive adaptations and it knows what it needs to do better this time next year when the athlete enters into the playoffs again. So that's kind of, you know, when we take a step back and we understand that from a professional athlete standpoint, we can kind of, you know, understand the importance of implementing pre-seasons, off-seasons, and not just be 100% focused on the playoffs 52 weeks out of the year. We understand that it's necessary. Now, if we apply the exact same concept here with our own health and fitness related goals, we can actually accomplish very similar things when it comes to actually winning the playoffs. And of course, winning the playoffs from a general population standpoint is going to be our body composition related goals, our health related goals. You know, not everything is related to fat loss, but unfortunately that is the biggest goal that the majority of people have. So I do use that as an example, but I want you to know that you can focus not just on fat loss when you are trying to accomplish your overall goals. Say that you are trying to compete in a bodybuilding show or a powerlifting meet, you want to do a half marathon or maybe a triathlon, that is all related 
to you being within the in season, within your playoff season. So regardless of what your overall goals may be here, we still need to make the time to implement our postseason and our off season. So let's take some time to kind of break that down and uh, see how these different seasons of health can be utilized and implemented for our own health and fitness related goals. So for the three seasons of health, I like to consider three different seasons here. So I call it the AML. So there's the aesthetics season. So that's the in season when we are in the playoffs. So there's the aesthetic season. Then we have our preseason, which is our maintenance season. So A, aesthetics, M, maintenance, L is longevity. That's the last one. So our off season is our longevity season. So these are the different seasons that we need to consider when it comes to us prioritizing our seasons of health. Now, like I mentioned previously, a lot of people are really good at implementing an aesthetic season. So with the aesthetic season, that's going to be things like hypertrophy, muscle building, fat loss, performance, whether or not you are competing, everybody is really good at implementing an aesthetic season. And I would argue that the majority of people are probably entering into an aesthetic season in the new year. So with that in mind, where are we at right now since we're not technically in the new year as of yet? A lot of people are still like one foot in with that process where they think like, hey, I need to still be within a calorie deficit. I still need to be dieting. So that way I'm ready to hit the ground running for the actual in season in January. And remember, going back to the analogy with a professional athlete, is that a good idea to focus on already being in that playoff mentality mindset before the playoffs actually start? No, what we want to do prior to that is mentally and physically prepare our bodies by prioritizing a preseason. So I would argue, and this isn't going to be the case for everybody, right? Everybody's seasons are going to look very differently here. You know, some people, maybe they're going on a trip in January and an aesthetic season isn't in the cards for them until March. And that's okay too. You know, take these concepts that I'm applying here and actually implement them based off of your schedule when it comes to implementing your seasons of health. I'm just talking about from a general standpoint, from what I think most people are probably doing. And a lot of people, they do hit the ground running with one wanting to be in a fat loss phase in January. So this is not a one size fits all, but I'm just trying to apply the same strategies here based off of what the majority of people do. So as of right now, since we are assuming that most people are entering into an aesthetic season in January, we right now have an opportunity to capitalize on being in a pre-season. So that's our maintenance season. So what does a maintenance season look like for people who are trying to focus on body composition changes and or fat loss in January? Well, our biggest goal with being in a maintenance season is to prepare our body and our mind for actually entering into a calorie deficit. And the best way to do that is to ensure that our hormones are in a primed starting position. And most people, if you've already been dieting for the majority of 2022, you might need a little bit longer, but that's just going to depend on the individual. So as of right now, I would recommend ensuring that you are eating a sufficient amount of food that's going to help you upregulate your hormones and ensure that you are priming your metabolism to be in a good starting place to actually be able to handle a calorie deficit 
in the new year. So we have talked about this in the past of how you can implement what I like to call a reverse diet. So with a reverse diet, that's the process of you slowly eating more food over time as an attempt to upregulate your hormones. So that way your metabolism is in a good starting position and is able to actually handle a calorie deficit in the future. So that's the biggest thing that you want to focus on with being in a maintenance season is just focusing on ensuring that you're eating enough food so your hormones are in a good starting position. But of course, you want to find that balancing act where you aren't saying screw it. And that's the difference that I think a lot of people struggle with when they are either dieting or not dieting. And that's kind of, you know, the black and white mentality a lot of people have. They are either dieting where they are really focused on being in a calorie deficit, you know, restricting food from their diet and maybe doing an an insane amount of cardio to help them optimize their fat loss related goals. But when they aren't in a diet, they're off the diet. And when people are off the diet, typically they're off the rails. And that's where that all or nothing mentality kind of, you know, sneaks up on them where over the holiday season, if you think right now, like, oh, I'll enter into a maintenance season, not track my food, eat like an asshole, drink all of the alcohol, eat all of the treats, because what's the point of even trying to maintain my results? I'm just going to try to focus on optimizing fat loss in the new year and just go all out and actually enjoy myself this holiday season. That is what we want to avoid. We want to try to find that balance where you're still enjoying yourself this holiday season, but you're doing so in a controlled matter. So that way you're not packing on a whole bunch of additional body fat. That's just going to make it even much more challenging for you to lose in the new year. Not only that, I would argue that if you do adopt an all or nothing mentality this holiday season, you're going to enter into the new year feeling a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, And a lot of your goals related to fat loss, they really do become negative. And it's not helping your relationship with food. It's not helping your relationship with exercise because it's at that point in time where if you are doing those things because you do feel shame, you do feel guilt because of the choices you made during the holiday season, we are implementing a calorie deficit and a fat loss phase for the wrong reasons. And it's just creating a vicious cycle, an endless yo-yo dieting mentality that we wanna try to break. I think it's time where we have all seen it enough either through ourselves, our own experience, our friends, our family, maybe our parents growing up, where we are just constantly seeing this punishment that a lot of people are putting themselves through in the new year because of the choices that they made during the holiday season. So I would strongly encourage for you to focus on trying to have more balance this holiday season. And I know that that's easier said than done, but it is necessary to help you know create a more positive experience so that way fat loss doesn't have to feel like a punishment for your choices after the holiday season. So that's what's kind of involved with a maintenance season here. So That's kind of the timeline of it, right? We are in December right now where the majority of people probably should consider implementing a maintenance season. So that's where I would focus on doing less cardio, eating more food in a controlled matter, and, you know, just taking the time to enjoy yourself and just trying to still prioritize 
your current body composition goals. I don't think, you know, putting on a bunch of weight this holiday season should be the goal at all, trying to keep things the same. So go back and listen to my previous episodes where we have talked about how you can implement a reverse diet. I also have episodes where I talked about how you can calculate your maintenance calories so that way you can implement a diet break and, you know, actually take it seriously when you are implementing this break for yourself and treat it the same way that you would as if you were in a dieting phase. So after our maintenance season, you know, we head into January and maybe you sign up with a new coach, you join a new year's challenge. There's a lot of those going on right now. And you understand like, Hey, you know what? It's January. It's time to implement a fat loss phase. So that's where we are in season. We are in the playoffs. We are ready to 100% focus on being in a fat loss phase. Well, how can we do this where we are actually successful with this goal for ourselves? I think the first thing that needs to be accomplished here is to take a step back and really ensure that, you know, for the maybe the first four to six months of 2022, that is going to be a good time for you to actually focus on fat loss. So when it comes to the aesthetic season and asking yourself, when is it going to be the best time for you to actually implement it? I think you need to not only ask yourself like what you have going on with your social gatherings, traveling, weddings, all of that fun stuff. You also need to ask yourself, when are you going to be okay with adopting a rigid lifestyle, right? Because you have to be willing to limit your social gatherings. You have to be willing to limit the amount that you are eating out, the amount that you're consuming alcohol. Are you at a good point in your life right now where you can, you know, really prioritize meal prepping for yourself, planning things out efficiently for yourself? It's a very scheduled and rigid lifestyle. Also too, tracking your progress excessively. You know, those are things that are really important to ensure that you're actually progressing at a rate that you need to, to be successful. But during the time of year, depending on what you have going on, these things might not be practical. They may not be feasible. Maybe you have kids who are in every single sport under the sun and finding the time to actually plan things out for yourself. It's just not in the cards for you. Well, is it a good idea at that point in time to implement an aesthetic season? And if the answer is no, that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. That means that it's time to maybe consider a different plan for yourself and see what's going to be a better time frame for you when it comes to actually being successful with your aesthetic season. Now that goes for the other seasons as well. When you are implementing a maintenance season, you know, we are really focused here on trying to slowly reverse out of the rigid mentality. So giving yourself time to actually reverse out of that is important. But when it comes to the longevity season, you're at a point in time where you can focus on increasing the amount of social gatherings that you have, the amount of travel that you have. So because of that, you know, is it a better time of year for you to focus on a longevity season during the winter or during the summer? You know, the majority of people, I would argue that the summertime is a better time to prioritize a longevity season. And that's just because of the amount of camping, traveling, social gatherings, fun and sun that goes on during the summer months that 
it makes more sense to focus on that during that time frame versus you know being overly rigid and uh, having to say no to every single time you get invited out to go camping or doing something during the summer months. So you can see here how taking the time to actually plan these things out for yourself can make a huge difference with you actually being able to implement these different seasons for yourself successfully. So maybe in January you have nothing going on and you're like, yeah, you know what? I can focus on fat loss in January, but you forget about this trip to Mexico that you have booked for yourself in the middle of February for three weeks. Well, you kind of have to ask yourself, is that going to be the best time for me to actually focus on being in a fat loss phase? And for some people, it might be, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking diet breaks in the middle of your aesthetic season where and if you feel that it is needed because let's face it life's not perfect we all have things going on we all have trips we all have weddings we all have social gatherings that are always going to kind of derail us in regards to us like really being full in in our aesthetic season but I do think that we need to be proactive with trying to understand for ourselves when the best time it is going to be for us to implement an aesthetic season. So say you know that from, you know, maybe September to December, that is your time where you have nothing going on. There's no trips, there's no social gatherings, no birthdays or anything like that. And you find that for yourself that the fall is just a better time for you to focus on fat loss. Or maybe it is January to March or January to June. And then, you know, in the summer months, you're like, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm not dieting. I go camping every single weekend. I'm going on trips every single weekend. And being in an aesthetic season during that time of the year, it's just not practical. Everybody, of course, is extremely different, but I think, you know, the majority of us do have an opportunity here to really know what's going on in our lives in a general sense about a year in advance. And that gives you an opportunity to be proactive with your fat loss planning versus reactive to, you know, maybe all of the stimulus going on on social media right now, you know, you having fitness coaches telling you like, hey, it's new year, new you, you need to focus on fat loss in January. Who the hell are they to tell you that you need to focus on fat loss in January? Who the hell am I to tell you that it's time for you to focus on fat loss in January? Only you as an individual is going to understand what is going to be best for you and your schedule. And I really do think that we need to take the time to, you know, ask ourselves, what is going to be best for me? What am I going to be able to adhere to the best when it comes to strategizing my aesthetic season? Because like I said, that's gonna look different for everybody. So first and foremost, you know, I think asking yourself that is gonna be a very important thing to consider. But, you know, just sticking to the common example here that, hey, you know what, most people maybe from January until April, they're good to go to focus on their aesthetic season. So implementing that, we do wanna focus on, you know, maybe working with a coach, maybe setting some expectations with our significant other, and that way they can understand like, hey, you know what, honey, I want us to still have like date night, but maybe we can do something else that doesn't revolve around food because, you know, I'm in my playoff season right now and I really need to be focused so that way I can make sure that I accomplish my goals within this set timeline for myself. But after that, I'm going to implement a postseason, my off season, I should say, 
And uh, it's at that point in time that we can focus on, you know, having more regular date nights where we go out for some wine or go out for some food. But for right now, these first four months of 2023, I need you to be supportive of what I am doing right now. And I think, you know, just something as simple as that, communicating with the people around you is really helpful. So that way you can just be all in and focus on this when it comes to optimizing your timeline of your aesthetic season. Now, Let's take some time to talk about the longevity season because I think this one a lot of people really don't know about. Even for myself, this is something that I've been implementing for myself for the last three months now, and it has been a game changer. So a longevity season and a maintenance season are very different, but it's kind of a progression, right? Where we do wanna focus on being in a maintenance season first after our aesthetic season, and then we transition into a longevity season. So with a longevity season, we just wanna focus on being less rigid. We can't implement this right away after our aesthetic season. And the reason for that is because after you are done dieting, your body is so vulnerable. It's so vulnerable to the point that the rigidness kind of still needs to be maintained for an extended period of time. But we want to slowly reverse out of that mentality and focus on maintaining our results after we are done the dieting season. So if you need to understand a little bit more about that concept, make sure you go listen to episode 60 where I talk about the diet after the diet. And that's where the maintenance season really comes into play here. We don't just want to pull ourselves out of the calorie deficit where we like just quit cold turkey and uh, just focus on like not tracking our food and eating whatever we want and listening to our hunger signals. Those are all amazing things that we wanna strive towards, but we can't do it too quickly. And the reason for that is because our hormones take a beating when we are dieting. So by implementing those things too soon, we can often increase the amount of body fat that we just lost. It's called body fat overshooting. And the reason for that is because of how how much your hormones take a beating during the dieting phase, your body right after a diet is primed for fat regain. So we really need to implement the diet after the diet, so a reverse diet prior to implementing a longevity season. So a longevity season typically is going to occur maybe about three to four months after you've already taken the time to implement the diet after the diet. So when you feel like things are much more normalized, right? You're gonna notice that you feel comfortable in your body. You're gonna notice that your hunger is stabilized. You don't feel like you can eat everything in sight anymore. And you just feel really good from an energy standpoint. It's at that point in time like, hey, I'm ready to implement a longevity season. So with a longevity season, your goal is just to continue to focus on being in a less rigid mindset. So things like, you know, taking an untracked meal a couple of times during the week, not weighing yourself every single day, not weighing out every single gram of rice that you are consuming for yourself, and then just focusing more on implementing other activities into your life that you know are gonna help you live a quality life for yourself. So those are things like going out more with your friends, traveling more, reading more books, 
trying new foods, trying new wine, as well too really prioritizing less rigid exercise and uh, prioritizing sleep and stress management. So a longevity season is just kind of being in a chill zone where you are just happy and enjoying life. Now again, a lot of people really do get this mixed up with just saying screw it when it comes to their health and fitness related goals. Just because I say that, you know, we want to focus on doing less exercise, that doesn't mean that you don't exercise at all. But, you know, it gives you an opportunity to maybe go focus on some other things that you enjoy. You know, maybe taking a break from resistance training a couple of times during the week and going to do a yoga class or going for a hike instead, going paddle boarding, like just some different things that are still going to keep you active and healthy, but things that you have been wanting to try that you haven't had an opportunity to or because they weren't really in line with what you needed to implement to be successful in an aesthetic season so things like that so i'll give you an example here when i was in my aesthetic season in 2022 that's when i was competing for my bodybuilding competition which was in may of 2022 so i was full-on focused on resistance training i wanted to focus on building muscle i had to do a lot of cardio to lose body fat and i had to focus on posing every single day to make sure that i was successful with my playoff season after i was done my playoff season i entered into my postseason, so my maintenance season where i focused on slowly increasing the amount of food that I was consuming and that was to help upregulate my hormones, restore my hunger cues so that way I can start to feel a little bit normal again and I really focused on that. My maintenance season maybe lasted about three or four months or so. So it was at that point in time where I started to weigh myself less on the scale and uh, focus on doing less cardio and uh, not weighing out my food as rigidly as I did when I was in an anesthetic season. After my maintenance season, I transitioned into my first longevity season where I really tried to make it a priority to focus on some other things. Me personally, I love resistance training. It, it is an intrinsic motivation for me, so I didn't focus on doing that less, but something that I have been doing is focusing more on performance-based training. So I still focused on my resistance training, but I also incorporated in some performance aspects to it. So that way I was focused a little bit more on the performance side of things versus the aesthetic side of things. So for example, I just did a bench press strength phase in my training program. Bench press adds really no value to me from a bodybuilding standpoint whatsoever but intrinsically I love bench press I love how it makes me feel I like how strong I can get with it when I prioritize it and it was just something fun that I wanted to focus on for myself so I was able to focus on that and now I'm focused on doing pull-ups again another performance-based style added into my current training program pull-ups again you know it doesn't really matter for me to do that from a bodybuilding standpoint but it's a cool skill to focus on developing and let's face it when girls can do pull-ups it's pretty badass right so it's just something different that i'm focusing on in regards to you know incorporating things that i love 
in a different way. So that's how I have been implementing my longevity season. I do next to no cardio right now because I don't enjoy cardio. I just focus on trying to, you know, do some other things that are active, right? So I've been trying to do some yoga classes. Um, obviously this time of year, you can't really do a whole heck of a lot of hiking, but during my longevity season next summer, I already have that planned out for myself that next summer, that'll be my next longevity season. I'm going to focus on doing other things like hiking, going paddle boarding, and things like that that are going to be what I consider um, a helpful way for me to live a quality life for myself. So that's how things kind of look from a longevity season standpoint. And I think it's so important to take the time to plan that out for yourselves. You know, we don't actually take that time whatsoever and we don't realize that by taking these breaks and uh, focusing on some other goals for ourselves or other activities that we enjoy, it gives us that mental break that we need. So that way, when we are ready to enter back into that aesthetic season in the future, we feel motivated, we feel refreshed because we have taken a break from it that we almost feel excited to get back on that horse. But if we are always like riding that horse all the time, you know, you're gonna wanna get off at some point and you're not gonna get excited to get back on if all that you were off that horse for was for a good 15 minutes. You need to give yourself a break in order to be excited to get back into the swing of things when the time is right for you. So those are the three seasons of health. Those are things that I feel very passionately about right now. And I think that, you know, taking the time to really plan these out for yourself can make a whirlwind of a difference for you to not only accomplish your body composition related goals, but actually be able to sustain them where you feel like you are fully in control. So take the time here to actually plan this out for yourself. It makes a huge difference. This is something that I've been doing for myself. I've been doing for my clients and it gives everybody an opportunity to not only be proactive with their health and fitness related results, but it gives them a sense of autonomy and allows people to still feel like they are in control and that they are in the driver's seats. That is it for the seasons of health. I really do hope that you all found this final episode to be helpful. It is a lot to plan out for yourself. So if you need any help with planning out your seasons of health, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Feel free to send me an email at thenattyhour at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. And again, thank you all so much for all of your support in 2022. And I'm so excited to chat with you all again very soon in 2023. All right, team, that about wraps up this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, if you found it helpful as a thank you to me, please do me a huge favor and be sure to share this on your social media. Maybe share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't already, please be sure to go leave this episode a review on iTunes. It really helps me out. It helps other people find the episode so we can ensure that we help more people just like this episode was able to help you. So thank you all. I look forward to chatting with you all again very soon. But until then, go out there, strive for more, be more and ignite your inner athlete.